Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. California's snowpack is at 208 percent of normal for this time of year. KQED's Ezra David Romero explains that when it comes to water supplies, all this snow is very good news. If it sounds like there's a lot of snow in the Sierra Nevada right now, there is. We've got an absolute ton of snow up here. Andrew Schwartz is the lead scientist with UC Berkeley's Central Sierra Snow Lab. All the snow might melt into reservoirs. In recent years, heat waves have melted the snowpack early, and mountains sucked up much of that water. Right now, we're in much better shape. Even if we hit dry conditions, assuming we don't get a lot of warm temperatures that go with them, we should be able to have at least an average, if not an above-average snowpack going into March and April. Snow surveys are conducted through April 1st. That's when we'll know just how good California has it this year. For the California Report, I'm Ezra David Romero. California has released its own plan on how to share water with six other states from the Colorado River. In a letter to the federal government, California described how states could save millions of acre-feet of water by reducing the amount taken out of Lake Mead, a key reservoir on the river. Arizona and Nevada would bear the brunt of those cuts, but the plan does not account for water lost to evaporation, a move sought by the other states. That would mean major cuts for California, which has the largest allocation of water from the Colorado River. The states missed the January 31st deadline from the federal government on coming to an agreement on a water conservation plan. Federal officials are expected to release their own draft plan at the end of next month, and a final decision will likely come this summer. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. 
special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Thieves have stolen more than $35 million from some of the state's most vulnerable residents. Because the debit cards California used to send financial assistance are too easy to exploit. Now the state is trying to make it easier for those theft victims to get their money back. CalMatters' Jeannie Kwong has the details. I spoke with multiple people who had their benefits drained more than once, sometimes minutes after the funds hit their accounts. For some, it took weeks to get the money replaced, a delay that can mean being short on grocery money or falling behind on rent. Now, the state has reduced the number of steps victims have to take to replace the stolen benefits. But the main problem is that electronic benefits cards don't have security chips, which have been a consumer protection standard for years. And it's still unclear when the state will make that upgrade, since lawmakers have to approve budget funding first. That's CalMatters' Jeannie Kwong. As Californians continue to process the series of mass shootings up and down the state, the small community of Goshen in the Central Valley remains shaken by the brutal murders of six family members two weeks ago. As KQED's Alex Hall reports, neighbors say they fear further violence. It's been quiet in Goshen, except for the kids throwing a football in the street or momentarily entertained by a rooster let loose from a yard, these days, most people stay inside. Two weeks ago, in this grid of houses in an industrial area off Highway 99 near Visalia, unknown gunmen shot six family members dead, including a 16-year-old girl and her 10-month-old son. Since then, there's been more shootings. Seven people died in a mass shooting in the northern Eight California city. Eight people shot in Oakland. One person Three has people died. were killed, four others wounded. This is now the fourth mass shooting. With but unlike California's victims. other recent mass shootings, this one involved five generations in a single household. Here in Goshen, there have been no arrests. Outside the house on Harvest Avenue, the street is blocked off by crime scene tape and road closed signs. Two sheriff's office patrol vehicles stay parked in the driveway while deputies keep watch. Across the street, there's a small wooden cross and votive candles next to the curb, a small vigil to the victims. A neighbor several doors down who asked not to be named says this is where she saw 16-year-old Alyssa Barraz slumped over her baby the morning of the shooting. And I will tell you, we are very close. At a press conference Monday, Tulare County Sheriff Mike Boudreaux said officers were days away from making an arrest. He pointed to maps showing drug trafficking distribution routes along California's highways and areas of heightened gang activity throughout the valley. The investigators strongly believe the shooters in this case are gang-related from the Central Valley. Boudreaux also said Alyssa's 10-month-old baby, Nicholas, had been in foster care until three days before the shooting. The reward money for information related to the murders has doubled from $10,000 to more than $20,000. How's it going? Good. But many residents say they don't want to talk about the shooting. Whoever did this could still be close by, watching, they say. If the Parra's family was targeted, who's to say their family won't be next? One neighbor standing on his porch initially agreed to be interviewed 
but then changed his mind, saying his mother told him it's too dangerous. Better to act like we don't know anything, didn't see anything. We don't know who could be connected, he said, before a woman behind him yelled to get back inside the house. After all this, I'm really considering moving up with my son in Oregon. Eva Marquez says she grew up in Goshen, and the neighborhood was pretty calm, with the exception of a neighbor whose house she says was raided by police. But nothing like this. But when it's this close to home, that makes you want to say, get the hell out. Another man standing in his yard wearing a cowboy hat said he saw detectives and DEA agents at the house where the shooting took place and that officers retrieved video from the security cameras at his house. He said if someone was watching and saw him talking to a reporter, they might think he was talking to the police. He added in Spanish, hablar es buscar la muerte. To speak is to go looking for death. For The California Report, I'm Alex Hall in Goshen. And that's the California Report for Wednesday, February 1st. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories, in stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. The California Healthcare Foundation, listening to Black Californians, a new study on how the healthcare system undermines their pursuit of good health, on the web at chcf.org/lbca. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better, on the web at schmidtfutures.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.